I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. If you love listening to Girls with Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you'd need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts... And Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we're talking about body image. And it's a topic that I think is long overdue for us. You know, we talk about it so much on Instagram, on TikTok, with you guys, um, like, in whatever way that may be. And I think that we've always known that, like, obviously... It's something that we want to cover extensively, but it's been something... And I mean, we have covered it in, mm-hmm. like, little microdoses throughout our episodes, but we've been waiting to make a full episode about this because it's something that we want to be able to dedicate, you know, enough time and effort and energy in to talking about this because it's something that is so important and something that we all know and experience. 
Yeah, so body image in the sense of, you know, why so many of us experience negative body image, how we can fix that and turn it around to have a positive body image, how having that negative body image can affect so many different aspects of our life, and how we can all together try to change it for the better and make it positive. So before we get into that, let's set a goal for the week. So this is my last, I have like three more days of classes and then it's finals week. So my goal for the week is just to get through it and like do my best with school right now Mm -hmm. and, you know, put my focus on making sure I learn everything I need to learn and get all my work done. And Catherine got really, I guess, I don't know, you could say lucky in a sense. I kind of don't, like... I haven't. I don't have in-person exams. They're all online. So the second I'm done with classes and I don't have a reason to be in person here, like I'm gonna go home. Valid, right? Yeah, I think with with business in general, we found that like our classes are kind of fifty fifty. Whether you have a final exam or whether you have like a final project or big mm-hmm. paper or something, and so she just has one like actual exam. Besides and then like a bunch projects, of projects that have due dates on our final exam day, I have one like, lockdown browser online exam, and yeah. I'd much rather take it at home than trying to, like, going to the library yeah. and taking it here. So, this is, this is our last week of school for this semester, and then Catherine's leaving right after that, and then I have to stay for a few days for finals, but still. We like, are, I'm coming back for the weekend. We're really getting just... down to the wire here. We're really, like, getting towards the end of the semester, and I know oh, and a then lot what? of you guys and are, then... what? We're moving. So I know a, <laughs> I know that a lot of you guys are right in there with us, whether you're in high school, college, um, I mean, even if you're just working and I, it's yeah, like, it's a, busy, like a busy, like, Q4, time, yeah. you know, Ugh. career, Q4. Four. But, you know, a lot of us are getting to this kind of final push with whatever it is, you might be feeling a little bit burnt out, you might feel so ready yeah. for it to be over. So just know that we are with you with that and you are so close and you've been working way too hard to give up on yourself now and to give up on it now. So you're so close. Just keep going. And that's kind of my goal for the week. You know, just finish this last week strong. And also, I've honestly been feeling in kind of a funk with my routine these past few weeks. Like I have not been getting up very early I've just been like kind of lazy in the mornings and stuff like every morning (laughs) and just like not getting out and starting my day strong and doing things and I just know that like I haven't been feeling good because of it it's just Mm -hmm. like not felt good for me and knowing that this last week is super busy and super important for me to you know be on top of it and feel good my goal this week is to consistently wake up relatively early and get my day started strong, get to the gym without, you know, wasting time in the morning like I feel like I've been doing because that just starts my day really strong. So that's my goal. So let's get into it. Body image. Literally, I've, every single person is well, aware mean, of body image. Yeah. They, they're affected by body image. And we I wouldn't looking, even say you're affected of it because everyone just has a body it, image. Yeah. You know, it's like your yeah. image and perception of your own body. But some crazy things girls with goals like we're talking about our experience I feel like a lot of us probably have shared experiences and similar experiences with this topic because we're reading up on some stats about this going into the episode and kind of crazy by 17 90 percent of women have experienced negative body image so basically everyone yeah 
I think it's something... And the male stats are pretty much up there as well. Like, everyone has experienced this in some negative self-aware capacity. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad how just about everyone has this common experience when the experience is literally, like, thinking negatively of yourself. Right. And everyone has experienced it to different levels. I think sometimes it oh, can be course. something that's just, like... A light thing in your life that like comes and goes for moments but sometimes it can it be takes over everything a real major thing in your life that that kind of overtakes a whole period of your life and I mean we've both gone through that a little bit I know a lot of you have and it's like not something that you ever want to go through again right it's and not it's not something that you wish enjoyable on... environment when you're in that space but... yeah and it's not something that you wish on anyone else either so you know a negative body image meaning being overly focused on your appearance in a negative way, you know, comparing yourself to unrealistic ideals, thinking that you're not good enough, holding yourself to really high standards, um, having really unhealthy negative self-talk when you look at yourself, when you think about yourself. And, you know, that can lead to low self-esteem, low confidence, disordered eating and exercise, and just really affect your entire mindset on life. It can take over a lot of things. So, I mean, Caroline said, of course, people experience this to varying extents and throughout their life, throughout your life, you're going to experience it in different ways. I know, I think both of us, Karen and I, have experienced both the micro and that macro experience of it. You know, micro being, you know, a fleeting moment here and there where you just maybe catch a glimpse of yourself or you feel a little bit off just in that moment, and then a little later, you're totally fine. And then the macro of that being, it consumes your thoughts, it consumes your actions, and that's when you kind of break into more long-term negative actions around nutrition or exercise or all of that. And we can all experience both sides of it, and I think those both come from different driving factors Mm -hmm. I'd like to say that for a while now my my overall body image has been really good and then I still have like obviously moments days you know even weeks like shorter periods but like overall my body image is pretty positive because I've been working on that and And that really I mean that that. took a while to get to that point but I think both of us now have gone through that macro and micro negative body image and have worked to you know, individually kind of get to a positive place where we can mm-hmm. only now we're kind of only experiencing that that micro yeah, level, you know, day to day changes. It's kind of crazy when you look back. I think it starts so young because I remember like in middle school and stuff, I, I literally have a memory when we lived in Hong Kong in our apartment building, our closets were like full length mirrors and so I would just do like workouts in my room and my mirror and stuff but it was always that like target inner thigh fat target lower belly fat because those were areas of my body that I thought and I guess was like taught some way or another wasn't good enough so even though in that moment I didn't have like super negative body image like you can see it stemming at such a young age and Mm -hmm. I feel like with social media and things like that it's just creeping younger and younger and taking over people's lives at such a younger age i don't know what age but i remember like this before we moved so young like doing ballet and you're in leotards and everyone is super tiny and then i mean looking at pictures like we're literally like six like we're all 
so so tiny but in the moment I felt like because I had muscle and other people were just super tiny and all you're doing in ballet as you're growing in like six years old maybe but you just look in the mirror and you're in a tight leotard and looking at other people like Literally dance like around the room like, you're like naked like full-length mirror again and that was that's my earliest memory of like being conscious of yeah of that like being conscious of how your body looks like compared which to is crazy how you think of it because what the fuck was that because <laughs> you're like 12 and you shouldn't have to think about that but yeah i i think it it starts younger and younger and then i think it builds you know when when you start to have those thoughts younger and it's not being corrected in any way it's just Mm -hmm. being perpetuated then it might build to a point where then you you actually have like this period of time where you think really negatively i think for a lot of people it's probably really common like like right after your body changes like after puberty or something or like things like that when you're maybe like in a newer body Mm -hmm. than you're used to or like a more mature body early high school is when you become super duper conscious of that stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, like middle school as well, but then early high school when you've gained life consciousness a little bit as yeah. well. Yeah, and then I think, like, I never, I didn't have a super negative, like, consistent body image. I think until I like really started to focus on it and like define my self worth in that way. I'd say. You know, we've talked about it before, about how high school for us was, like, had really good times and then, like, some pretty negative times. And I think during those negative times, I focused on myself, but not in, like, a necessarily a positive self, self-growth self way at certain times. But, like, I was just overly critical of myself and More of overly like, focused on myself. Because you weren't able to control the external situation. You had to you control, kind of like... to controlling yeah. your internal yourself. Yeah, it controlling like your body in the way that you looked at least for me was like a sense of I felt like I was able to take some control back in my life in a time where I didn't feel like I had that much control over external things or I wasn't that happy externally and that's when I became like way more hyper focused on what I looked like defining my self-worth and like how small I was Mm -hmm. how fit I looked and things like that and the really ironic thing with that is... It has nothing to do with how you actually look. Yeah, the, the smaller you get, the the leaner you get, the things like that. Like, your your body image doesn't change. It, like, doesn't become more positive because I think when you're talking negatively to yourself and you're thinking those negative thoughts, mm-hmm. it becomes a habit in your mind to immediately pick on your body and stuff so that no matter what your body looks like, your brain is just hardwired to be negative. Yeah. So I think it's it's almost a separate issue what you actually physically oh, look entirely. like versus what your mind is telling you and what your because body Because at least is. I know for me in the moments where I was like controlling my body image or at least trying to do that, I didn't realize what I'd actually like done until I was kind of out of it and then like I would see a picture of myself and be like, that literally doesn't look like me. Are you saying like during a time where you were way more controlling and maybe you you got like really lean and small you didn't even realize in that moment because your mind was still thinking negatively Mm -hmm. gotcha and then again like the more that you build those thought patterns and those habits of picking out the negative things it's like 
the more your brain just becomes consumed by mm-hmm. it and not only are your thoughts like almost always negative about your body but like it's just always you, you on don't have your any mind. other thoughts yeah it's just like becomes always on your mind mm-hmm. when like before you started caring so much or putting so much of your value in what you looked like like it was you actually not had, something that you thought about constantly and you had value in your thoughts and you thought about a million different things during the day instead of just what you look like yeah so i think At every single moment yeah i think that i guess the key to solving that healing that is one to turn those negative thoughts about your body positive but then also two to just stop thinking about your body and what you look At like all. so much right like yeah of course you're gonna like look in the mirror and you're gonna get ready for the day you're gonna look at yourself and you want those thoughts in that time to be positive but you also don't want it to be consuming your thoughts so much because that can be just as problematic even if it's positive negative like you're charging those thoughts and you're giving those those thoughts value when there's so many other of course like what you your physical your like raw physical appearance that is that makes up a part of you but there's so many other parts of you that are equally if not more valuable mm-hmm. all together yeah so, so I like think if, if you are gonna think about what you look like because obviously that's we a do. part of life it's a part of life think about all the other stuff too mm-hmm. you got to give the other stuff some credit yeah so i guess the if you are someone who's struggling with negative body image right now that there are probably two aspects to solving that and fixing that and these things take time right like i said these are literally like habits that you've created in your mind so it takes time you're not just going to snap out of it overnight and I think a lot of people get frustrated because it doesn't go straight from bad to good overnight like it's it's going to be kind of a hard process because you're going to have good days and bad days and good moments and bad moments but the process of switching those habits in your brain from thinking negatively of your body to thinking positively of it and then also to stop just thinking about your body for Mm -hmm. everything you need to fill your thoughts and your time with other things you need to find value in yourself and things that you love about yourself aside from your body you also need to just have hobbies and interests and things that you're doing that consume your mind more than thinking about your body does you know because there's so much else you could be thinking about exactly i know when i was like it's kind of crazy because i i think about it a lot about how when I had more disordered tendencies with food and exercise, how honestly the way that that I work out now is pretty much the same. And the way that I eat now is like I still eat very healthy. It's definitely more balanced now. But my actions, quite honestly, have not drastically changed. It is your fully my mindset it. that has changed. And that allows you to bring in other parts of your life yeah because I remember during those times it's like yes I was still doing my hour an hour and a half workout like I'm doing now but then the rest of my day would be thinking about that workout was it good how good was it what will I do tomorrow did I do enough blah 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 blah. and now I still do that same workout but but my mind is able to then shut off and enjoy that part of my day and then enjoy the other and then enjoy all the other parts of the day as well and like I still eat healthy now but I don't let it consume my thoughts and I don't I don't feel guilty if I think that I've done the wrong thing and I don't like try to be so calculating right I think a lot of us have gone through that is like 
when you try to eat healthy, then there's this point where you can go over the top and it feels very calculated, you know? Or if you do anything along those lines. Yeah. So it's it's not always even the actions that need to change, but like it's the change in the mindset around it. And so letting Exactly. Because then it changes in. like once you change the intention of the actions, like mm-hmm. number one, you're gonna get so much more out of it. You're gonna get so much more out of life. And it's just such a better experience and you're not having that negative energy around you the entire time. Right? Like the actual workouts the actual nutrition maybe didn't change significantly your entire life has changed because you've allowed other positive valuable supportive things to come into it you know you're not Mm -hmm. overly absorbed with just your body image right and food and exercise are supposed to be really positive parts of your life they they are positive parts of your life but when taken too far or when coming from a negative place they can become really negative so it's not like you need to take healthy food and you need to take exercise out of your life but it's like you need to rewire where that's coming from you need to rewire the thoughts around it and so and i mean obviously that that, that's gonna change be like vary from person to person but you don't need to completely it's not all or nothing Mm -hmm. part of that is knowing your your why for things and having reasons for doing everything that you're doing that go beyond just your body because I think that when we're growing up and stuff a lot of the time we we hear about exercise and we hear about eating healthy only in the sense of like that's how you're gonna have a good body right that's what we see that's also that's what we we learned from our parents that's a whole different issue but yeah but that contributes a lot yeah like, like, the adult generation mm-hmm. and their ideals that weren't fixed. Right. From... And their <laughs> uneducated selves Yeah, within this context. Yeah. I mean, when we grow up, we hear it so much from adults. We hear it so much in the media. Like, work out to get skinny. Work out to look good. Eat or healthy like, oh, to I gotta go weight, work out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, shut up. You know, so it... Shut up. It it's makes, not that. Yeah. So, it makes sense that that's kind of how we're wired to view those things you know just for our body we only do them just to look a certain way when you rewire that and you find all of these other reasons that you're working out because it literally improves your mental health and gives you mental stability because it makes your body not just look good but also feel Feel good good. and be healthy right i think we forget first and foremost it makes you feel good yeah i think we forget that like health is not just what your body looks like but it's literally the health of your body, you know, like in every it is single like physically aspect. the health of your body, like your mental and physical health goes so far beyond what you look like and sometimes are not even correlated with what you look like. A lot of the times they're a lot of co- the time they're not. Like I so I saw the TikTok once and it was about this guy and it was like a comment response. He was a bodybuilder and someone was like teach me how to be healthy. And his response was he's super lean, super muscular, absolutely ripped. He was like, I am the least healthy person ever. Like, all I know is protein. <laughs> like, I don't eat nutrients. Like, he's, right. I don't do cardio. Like, that's not health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's so I, many different factors to it. I think people can get so caught up in fitness to make you look a certain way that you mm-hmm. forget what it means but to you know actually what? That's be the, healthy. Those are the people who don't stick with it and those people don't get the benefits of it. Changing your intentions... 
you're gonna get so much more out of it and guess what honestly if you do change your intentions to want to feel good and look good in the sense of confidence and feeling strong rather than simply your raw body image your body's gonna end up looking so much better because you're gonna stick to it and you're gonna do it well and you're gonna do it right for you for you and your body and you're gonna get so much more out of it in every single aspect than if you remain with the singular intention of changing your body yeah if your only goal is to fit some beauty standard of your body especially when genetically it might not even be in the cards for you because we literally all have a set point of our body based on our bone structure based on our genetics Genetics. and like the set point of what our weight is that if you're just chasing some dream body and you never get there or you don't get there overnight then you're gonna get frustrated you're gonna think you're failing you're gonna start dreading your workouts it's all gonna start coming from a place of negativity versus if your workouts are adding so much to your life because they make you feel proud, they make you feel strong, they make you feel aligned energized. and confident in your body and energized and, like, mentally stable <laughs> and also add routine to your day. I think that's really underrated that, like, working out during the day can really, like, add routine to your day and mm-hmm. just, like, get you on the right track for the rest of your day. If you start seeing all of those other reasons come, come into together. play, then you'll you're actually going to stick with it and you're going to make this a lifestyle. And you're going to get further than if you didn't have the right intention. And it's going to improve your body image because you are going to feel so proud of yourself for staying consistent, for, like, doing this and honoring your body and making your body healthy. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly, so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. The reason I have a positive body image now is not because my body genuinely looks better, which I believe I look stronger and in my book that makes me look better i sometimes i look back at pictures and i and i'm like i looked better at this period of my life but i didn't feel good right i didn't feel good and i wasn't like it doesn't matter but the reason that body image doesn't like consume my thoughts and the reason that it's not negative 100 percent of the time is because of all those other reasons because i'm too busy feeling strong and confident and energized and like I am in control of my body and like I do have power over my mindset and I'm all these things I'm too busy thinking and feeling all those things to be consumed with negative body image and you're also too busy doing other things in your life that make you happy and feel fulfilled other than just what you look like right like your right, career once you, once your you start school, to get out of your that, interest in your friends that's not even a, that's not even a thought a prevalent thought all the time right the more you fill your brain and with if it other... is and if it is it's there for like two seconds and i'm like that's stupid let's move on the more you fill your life with these other things that fulfill you the less space you have to just think about your body and exactly. find worth in your body and you can intentionally put yourself in that kind of zone where you're giving more energy to all the other things and less energy to just mm-hmm. your body image but as you continue to do that and be intentional about that it becomes so natural. It becomes so second nature to you that it's just how you are. Eventually, mm-hmm. it'll be just how you are. I'm not going to lie and say that nothing ever has anything to do with our bodies because that's not true. It feels good to feel healthy, to feel strong, to feel aligned with your body. You know, we all want to feel like that, but that doesn't come from having the quote-unquote perfect body. That comes from being good to your body, nourishing it with good food, strengthening it with movement, and speaking positively about it. So what does that look like to change that mindset and to start speaking positively to yourself and feeling good and feeling this way? Step one is just the mental switch. You know, even if you don't believe it right now, like, tell yourself, I'm going to work out. I'm going to focus on how I feel in that workout, after that workout. You know, I'm going to put a positive spin, look at this from a positive angle, and actively force those negative body image thoughts out of your mind give them no energy yeah it's easier said than done right like you you have to actually take that negative thought when it comes and you need to replace it immediately with a good one even if you don't believe it right because it takes time to rewire your brain to actually believe these things right say shut up to yourself i'm literally so hot yeah shut up 
tell yourself like the more that you tell yourself that you look good that you look beautiful that your body is strong and capable then you're gonna actually start to believe it but it takes you it's having that negative thought and then immediately pushing it out of your brain and filling it with a positive one also look for the times where you most feel feel this negative body image coming maybe it's like when you wear a certain type of thing you always feel negative then don't Don't wear wear that that. you know like don't do everything you can not to put yourself in situations that you know make you feel negative about yourself Mm -hmm. right maybe it's around people maybe there are certain people maybe there are certain people maybe their conversation always goes to body image that is a question that we'll get into but other people and their you know comments opinions on all that stuff that makes you get in your head about your own thoughts about body image Mm -hmm. yeah so if there are people like that don't hang out with them yeah don't give them don't give them energy or value if there are people online who every time you see them block people no one cares it makes you feel bad about yourself unfollow them right because i don't care if they're your cousin (laughs) mute them (laughs) right we we have control to some extent to more of an extent than i think we think we do about what we see on the internet and if there is someone who every time they come up in your feed you're like oh i wish i looked like them and then it makes you feel bad about yourself literally unfollow them because there are a lot of people out there like honestly promoting yeah negative body image yeah in like a backhanded way you know there i can name so many people that do that (laughs) there are a lot of people on the internet who literally provide no value and they just want people to tell them that they're hot and they want people to tell them like i'm sorry we have all scrolled through tiktok and we've seen a girl doing a dance and or guys just dance right yeah literally guys Someone too, doing just <laughs> fishing for compliments and the comments are flooded by people saying like i wish i looked like you I, how do i have your body if they're like, hot that's I'm not, great but like and, you're a very different you're a different person toxic comments right. like sometimes there's comments of people being like oh i guess i'm not having dinner tonight like oh i'm gonna i guess i have to go work out now blah blah, blah. right it's all is entirely their right to look hot and post on the internet right you in the comments saying Oh, closing this like bag of whatever or on my way to work out or like drop the app shut up with the drop the ab routine oh my god that's actually shut that up with so the drop annoying. the ab routine people look at like any attractive person and they're like what's your workout what's your routine but there are actual qualified people who will like help you find a workout routine that's actually going to be like effective and good for you that's besides that the is point, the though. funniest <laughs> thing ever it's someone but. who like is not anywhere in the fitness space they don't post anything and just because someone likes their body on a tiktok everyone's in the comments like oh my god drop your workout routine because like, you can do the same that's not gonna routine. help you look like that you can do the same that's workout not how it routine works. as someone else you can eat the exact same as somebody else but you will only you can only possibly look like the best version of you your internal self on your best external self is gonna look so much better than your internal self on whoever's tiktok you just liked external body it's not gonna fit because there's so much more that goes into how you look in your physical appearance than just your body like it's your energy it's how you walk and talk in the words and little phrases you use or little like facial expressions you use that's what people pick up on no one is looking you up and down and examining your body and being like uh looking a little bloated today no one sees that no one cares 
right? Someone cares about, like, the positive energy and aura and, like, everything that you give off. There's so much more than just how you look. That's another mindset switch that can be really beneficial if you're going through this and you're trying to improve it is to stop trying to copy somebody else and be like a carbon copy of someone else stop trying to work. be kendall jenner or Gigi hadid and whoever is your body goals and instead focus on being the best version of you because I am my own that's body actually goals. attainable you should be your own goals and you should just work on evolving yourself and being the best version of you because you're never going to be anybody else in any capacity physically mentally socially you are not somebody else you mm-hmm. are you if you go so if you woke up you. in kendall jenner's body i promise you can find problems with that too and you'd want to wake up in someone else's body the next day like everyone goes through this no matter who you are so stop trying to be someone so else So stop trying to be someone else and just try to be the best version of you because truly like you that's the whole thing like you can't be someone else so the sooner that you accept that and accept like i'm not going to be someone else i am me and you just start loving yourself and you start just trying to evolve yourself and be the best version of yourself like that is the key and that's what's going to actually be really fulfilling and positive for you because you're not chasing this unrealistic thing you are just trying to give yourself the most love and positive energy and all these things that you can give yourself so true so true so that's kind of about like having these more long-term periods of feeling down in yourself feeling overly focused on your body image and even though in Catherine and I have both grown out of that and have luckily like not experienced that long-term period in a long time we definitely both have day-to-day moments every day or days or weeks when we feel more negative and sometimes when I experience that is if I'm really inactive and I feel sluggish then sometimes I have bad body image because I just feel like sluggish you know um if I've overeaten or if I've eaten something that is typically unhealthy and then my brain is like trying to feel guilty about it I immediately will like feel negatively Mm -hmm. towards my body if you know, I'm taking a picture or filming a TikTok and I don't and like what I see immediately. The lighting's not working. Something's not working. You know, that can make you feel really down on yourself immediately. I know it's also like... But also I think, of course, like, absolutely I experience all of that. But I think also growing out of that, like, all-consuming negative body image has made me give those moments, although they're absolutely still there, like... I if I take a picture in bad lighting or like I walk down the stairs and we have a mirror at the bottom of the stairs and I'm like oh that's not looking very cute as I walk down the stairs I'll th- absolutely I'll think that thought but as soon as I move on from the action like the thoughts out of my head I don't mm. continue it and I don't let it stay with me like you've gotten a lot better at like moving on throwing that yeah I've away. separated the like action and the feeling right if that makes sense and if I've you- gotten better at doing that if you take pictures and you look at it and you don't like what you see, it's the craziest thing. Delete them. Like delete the pictures. Don't look at the pictures, right? Because if it's making you feel negative, don't look at them. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you're starting to have negative thoughts, literally leave look, the like, mirror. Leave. Or like 
put a hoodie on if you don't like the outfit that you're wearing or something you know like just don't do everything you can not to perpetuate that um right don't allow yours don't feed into it don't allow yourself to continue it and let those thoughts take over Mm -hmm. and if you're someone who you know has negative body image after you've like overeaten or eaten something more unhealthy like I was saying and your brain like goes to this guilty state something that's really helped me is just educating myself about nutrition so that I actually understand Mm -hmm. it because I think when we don't we see healthy unhealthy is like black and white and so if you you know eat a cupcake or you eat a slice of pizza all of a sudden you're like unhealthy but then when you understand like nutrition as a whole in the bigger picture you realize that those things are just fractions of your overall life yeah. and that they don't actually, they don't actually make, make a, a difference. difference and it helps you actually like enjoy it when you have those things and do those things and take away the guilt from it when you like actually understand nutrition and you mm-hmm. understand like once again educating yourself helps you yes. get to a better point right you're like this cupcake really means nothing long term because 80% Cupcakes of the time aren't bad. She's I'm just using an example. <laughs> right, right. Because like 80% of the time I'm giving myself nutritious whole foods, right? And also the more that you challenge those things and realize that like the world didn't end, nothing really Ooh. went wrong, your body didn't actually change, then the more you become comfortable with that, you know? Exactly. I think if you're used to eating a really strict diet and you're kind of going through something like that and you're maybe scared of certain foods are scared of certain feelings with that the more that you do it and then see like oh my body the less didn't actually weight and control this it's gonna thing, have over you yeah then you're gonna get more comfortable with that but i think for me currently like the most common time when i have negative body image is when i am stressed or anxious or overworked and my Something brain else is, is going just wrong like dead you know it's not about your body right when i'm like anxious for some other reason or if i've like really worked overworked myself and my brain is fried like that is when i immediately go to negative body image and i've because you're just looking for anything yeah i really recognized with that that it's easy when you're experiencing any sort of discomfort or anxiety in any way to just blame it on your body and on how you look. You know, it it almost feels like an easy way out and like a quick place for your brain to go, but it's not actually the problem. Like your body is not actually the problem. And understanding what the root of what you are feeling is, is the key because finding that root will help you take the focus off of your body stop the spiral of this negative body image, stop any behaviors that that might lead to, and then help you actually identify and solve the real problem. Mm -hmm. So if I know that I'm, like, super overworked, then maybe I just need to, like, take the day off, take a break, get some fresh air, like, let my mind chill, that kind of thing, and, like, calm myself down. If I'm feeling really anxious about something, then instead of just perpetuating it by, like, feeling this negative body image and all of that then stepping back and saying okay why am I feeling this way and then attacking the root of the problem instead is always the way to go because because there there always is a root to the problem even when I had that like longer period of more disordered negative thoughts it was the root was not in my body the root 
was that I was feeling like I didn't have much control in my life and I was trying to take some control, right? Like there's always a route to it that is not your body. Your body's not usually Your body's fine. Unless your doctor's telling you it's not, it's fine. And a lot of this, of course, comes from social media. You know, moving into a negative body image, a lot of the times is either driven or perpetuated by what you see on social media. That said, a lot of, you know, more positive body image outlooks are also driven by people promoting positive body image and good ways to cope with that on social media. And I think there is a balance with that. You know, you see a lot of people that don't believe that you can have health and fitness and nutrition and maintain like a, a positive mindset a neutral positive body, body mindset around all of that but i think that is absolutely not true as you're doing that you should be educating yourself and empowering yourself in that space continue to work out but like we said different intentions with it right it continue comes- to eat healthy foods fuel your body nutritious foods balanced foods learn all about that in episode three five episode five learn all about that in episode five but there's something so empowering and you know motivating and positive about that you, you don't need to throw everything out the window right i think those shifts, there's a different mindset and intention that you can take with it and it's so beneficial i think those shifts are from i have to restrict food and blah 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 to look a certain way to I get to nourish my body with good foods, balanced foods to feel great and feel aligned with my body and honor my body from I have to work out because that's what's going to make me look a certain way and and lose weight, you know, to I am going to work out because that is how to make my body physically strong. That's how to make me physically healthy. That's how to make me feel good. It's those mindset shifts. And then it's also shifting the mindset around your body from I need to look like this certain beauty standard to Mm -hmm. I want to look like the best version of myself because this doesn't mean that you can't strive to feel like to have a different body. This doesn't mean that you can't strive to not look fitter, feel fitter, but it's about being that fit, healthy version of you, not this standard or something that you see on social media not this other person not I'm gonna put myself through how to look like this other person and then feel negative when I can't but I want to look and feel like Mm -hmm. the fittest healthiest version of me so you can still strive towards these fitness goals right I think like in Catherine was getting at before there's this fine line where it's like can you preach positive body image and health and fitness at the same time absolutely you should and yes, they go you hand can. in hand because it's that mindset shift from health and fitness to look like this beauty standard of someone else or health and fitness to look and feel like the best version of me and because you deserve to feel healthy feel aligned with your body and aligned with your body is like a term that i really like because when i was at my leanest I didn't really feel aligned with my body. I felt uncomfortable in that body. 
it's but then when I don't feel very fit I also don't really feel aligned with that body you don't right feel so strong. it's it's about the body that makes you feel healthy and strong and like aligned with yourself the one that you can feel proud of which there's no cookie cutter way to do that it's just what you feel aligned with you know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off. And that's why Happy Mammoth has been so helpful these past few months. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors welcome to the double take so many questions for you guys today yeah that, you guys so asked- many questions from you guys today actually like you guys asked such good ones and a lot of them touched on the same topics so i'm pretty sure we answered everyone's question in this yeah whether it was like something that we answered just through a conversation before or the questions that we're about to get into with the double take so buckle up because we're going through a lot right here (laughs) but they're actually super interesting um question one why do i have the best body image days one day and the next i think i look horrible like we said it's not really about what you look like in that situation when you're thinking about the extremes with this you know you think you're the absolute hottest thing to walk this earth in as you should and then the next day you think you look like the worst thing to ever walk the planet earth and not overnight, true your body you is not, not completely change overnight that is so not true and it's probably not what you look like or it's just how life goes there are ups and downs and that is totally okay but i'm gonna tell you the right version of yourself is that first version so just go with that 
Well, it's probably rooted in something else as well, like we were saying it before. Like we were saying right, before. Right, it's not really about what you look like in that scenario. Find the root of change. it. Are you feeling anxious about something else? Is something else upsetting you? Are you just, for whatever reason, talking negatively about yourself today and you need to push those thoughts away and then move on? Right? Figure out what that thing is because your body didn't change overnight, but it's completely normal for your outlook on yourself to to fluctuate day to day mm-hmm. but it's usually based on other things i think this one is so interesting it says i'm also a twin how do you not compare your body to your sisters and i thought that was so interesting because we really don't do that yeah i think somehow we've been lucky that that's like never been a, a part thing. of our mindsets that's never been something for us i think like also being fraternal, fraternal twins yeah. being identical that would be that would maybe make it hit harder but we've always been different enough that we are are super similar if you if you like know us i think we notice the similarities but we are we also know that our body types and structures are just different enough that they're kind of right incomparable to the very like nitty-gritty specifics i would say like i've always had a bit more of a narrow body wherein Catherine has like a little bit wider hips and stuff. Right. Like our we, bone so we share a lot of are a bit different. And we can typically share everything, but some things look better on one of us than the other just because of those slight differences in, our, like, body structure. Yeah, but I guess because we, we've we always recognized that, like, our bone structures are a little bit different, it's it's kind of a good thing because we don't have this direct comparison with each other. At the same time... We also are very similar sized relatively, so there's also not, like, a huge comparison to be had. I think do your best, like, if you are a twin and you're experiencing this, or maybe it's, like, with an older sibling or something, it's valid. But it also is going to make your relationship with them, like, a little bit toxic and stuff if you're constantly comparing. Like, you don't want to have a person in your life who you're constantly comparing yourself to. So try your best to get away from that, and I think that's something where, like, our parents were really good, I think, probably at n- not ever really putting us in competition with each other. It was just never part of, like, us growing up, like, comparing ourselves yeah. to each other that much. So, I guess it's just never really been rooted in us to have this strong comparison. But if you do with a sibling, I think to really try to find those differences between you and your uniqueness. Those differences are what make you who you are and make you a distinct person compared to whoever you're comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. a sister a twin whatever it is so value that this question is how do you love your own body and not compare to others which i think is really similar to what we were getting into with the last one basically very similar i think it's important to admire and value other people's beauty you know seeing the beauty in other people i think that helps you to see the beauty in yourself and like in just like the world around you i think that's a important thing to do at the same time that is not a means for comparison right you can admire infinitely other people without comparing it to yourself somebody else's beauty is not your lack of beauty if you like someone's eyes like their same eyes on your face wouldn't fit you know what i mean same thing with if you put yourself in someone else's body like does it align no it's not gonna Someone is probably looking at you and thinking the exact same things and admiring 
your beauty as well. Well, I'm saying that, like, literally everyone is beautiful in their own way. Like, I truly think that everyone is beautiful and somebody else's beauty is not your lack of beauty, right? Somebody, everyone can be beautiful and everyone can be beautiful in their own ways. So when you see somebody else and you say, wow, that person's beautiful, stop your thought there, right? Stop your thought there. Don't say, wow, that person's beautiful. If only I looked like her. Just say, wow, she's beautiful. So am I in my own unique different way. If you think it, you can even say it to them. Right. But they love the compliment. But stop that thought before it turns why don't I look like that yeah. before it so turns I think, to you? Because someone's looking at you and saying the same exact thing. Yeah. So I think to not compare yourself is to realize just that. That you can think that somebody else is pretty. Think that you like somebody else's body without immediately saying, and because of that, mine is not good enough. And because of that, I'm not pretty. Because that's not true. Say, wow, that person's really pretty. And so am I for these reasons, you know, because you're beautiful too. We all be. We all be. How do you deal with others' comments on strangers' bodies? So this could be friends, it could be family, family, anyone parents, around you. Anyone around you. And it's so common. I feel like that's so many people's defaults is if someone like walks by, like a genuinely random stranger, or if your friends are like talking shit about your other friends. Or like someone on the TV. You comment on what they look like right. or what you they're comment- wearing or something. It's like such that. a natural thing for people to do and I hate it and i like if it's someone i'm close enough with and comfortable with like absolutely i'm gonna call them out on it not call them out but i'm just gonna be like let's not do that sometimes so here are a few things you can do if you're if you're really comfortable like saying it to that person be like tell them why like can you stop commenting on that person's body or question them if they say like "Ooh, she looks so bad oh that's such that oh my god that's my favorite thing to do if people are trying to bitch about dumb stuff just be like why what like why right make them make them seem almost be like i've never thought i never thought about that i didn't see it that way i think a lot of the time people like won't won't stand up to those things and so they're not expecting someone to question them if someone's like oh my god like that person they just all they're doing is they're trying to either get a reaction out of you or their own little issue right if somebody says like oh that person looks so awful just like look at them all dumbfounded and be like like, what and make them explain it and then they're gonna look like an idiot explaining why that person looks, looks so bad, you know? Because they or if can't they're find like, anything. If they're like, oh my, like, if you're in public and they're like, oh my god, like, they should not be wearing that. You know, they're like commenting on, like, how certain clothes look on someone. Why? Why? Make them explain it, right? <laughs> That'll make them look horrible. They won't and then explain it. If somebody is doing that constantly, that's your, that's their go-to, like, that's just, like, what they do, and you've, like, that's tried when these you things. Should, like, then like don't hang don't hang out with them yeah like if it's not a family member and it's like just if you can if you can leave them if you can and it's all negative and you're welcome to bye but if it's like a family member or someone that you know is in it for the long haul question you can talk to them tell them you can tell them that you don't like that that's ask them are you projecting your own insecurities right now your own insecurities wait you think her clothes look bad oh. on her do you do you do, think do you maybe your shopping? clothes look bad on you like you are you just shopping? projecting do you want to change your outfit oh my god no no go, go upstairs like i'll wait i'll I'm totally wait fine. take your time take your time <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, because usually it is projecting. If someone's always commenting on other people's bodies, that literally is them trying to find security with feeling uncomfortable in their own body. So true. So at the same time, if you catch yourself always having those thoughts about other people, try to stop those as well. Because it's just perpetuating that thought in your mind that people's values are in solely what they look like. And that's not true. So if you're finding yourself thinking about that about other people, try to stop those thoughts because it's going to affect how you think about yourself. I can't find clothes that highlight my body type. Do you have tips? Where would you feel comfortable and confident in? Like, I... I'm not a fashion person. I enough can't tell to you know, enough like, to know, exactly like, how to style for your specific oh, body type. if your torso is long, wear a scarf. Like, I don't know what... I don't know how that works. But where would you feel comfortable in? Where would you feel confident in? Because that's how you're going to most again like be aligned with yourself and be able to have a good experience whether it's like going out to dinner or to the gym or literally anything that's how you're going to get the most out of whatever you're doing is if you're comfortable doing it Mm -hmm. i listened to emma chamberlain's podcast this week an episode that she just put out about fashion advice and there was something she said about like going like when she goes out to parties in la and stuff she's like a lot of girls feel more comfortable at those events when they're showing more skin and stuff like that. And she was like, I feel wildly uncomfortable like that. If I do that, then I feel uncomfortable the whole time and I can't be myself. And so she's like, I have exactly. found how I dress that just makes me feel comfortable enough that I'm not thinking about what I'm wearing or what I look like and I can just be myself. So I think that's the key. Where Find the things that make you feel comfortable enough in what you're wearing that you're not even thinking about it and you can just like be yourself without mm-hmm. thinking about what you're wearing because if you're wearing something that is like maybe super skin showy your and that makes gonna, you uncomfortable yeah, your you're gonna be gonna all be caught up in that on, oh how does my, how does this clothes fit or if you're used if you're more comfortable showing some skin and you're wearing a super super conservative like everything is covered and it doesn't feel like you and it's, you're, you're gonna feel like you're gonna feel enclosed by the right like Wear what is comfortable for you mm-hmm. and rock it and you're yeah. good to go. How to stop body dysmorphia. First things first, body dysmorphia, I feel, has become such a general term. And I think in a lot of cases, people just mean really bad body image. And I say this because, let's start here. The International OCD Foundation, OCD and body dysmorphia are closely linked, did a study and only around 2% of people actually have body dysmorphia as a mental health condition not to say that similar mindsets and perceptions of your body are not severe and valid just a poor body image does not always equate to body dysmorphia and i say that because body dysmorphia as a mental health disorder affecting neurocognitive function may not be eased to the fullest extent with the advice from this episode right so it's just to clear up body dysmorphia and severe body image very distinct different things like we said with this episode with your body image it's going to take time and energy and effort in order to change it into a more positive light and that's done by so many different things step one is just changing your mindset like intentionally 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 changing those thoughts thoughts. and as you continue to do that and put effort into it it's going to become a lot easier Filling your life with 
things of other than other value. Right. And then if you are experiencing negative body image in the moment, do what is going to help you in that moment to kind of get through that. Also, I think there's a lot to talking to someone about it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, as you guys know, and Catherine and I just Friends spoke on our experience. People, like, and like we said in the beginning, there's like a legitimate statistic that 90% of people have experienced negative right. body image. So somebody that you trust in your life, just tell them how you're feeling because 90% of people are going to be able to relate and it's going to make you feel a lot better More when you can talk through that. It's going to help you. Right. And then similarly, this question says, is it true that you get body dysmorphia from the gym? I'm afraid I'll slip back into bad body image issues from the past. So again, body image issues. Um, to answer your question, no, that is not the case. You will not gain a lesser ideal of your body by going to the gym. After you get really into the gym, I think, you know, not just by, just by starting, I do think you become more aware of your body in its strength and you know how it feels how you feel and i think because that's the a gym good thing does change your body it does change in your body, way absolutely. right so in a good way you'll get stronger you know mentally and physically and part of that is when you are moving your body and you're with your body you know you're spending significantly more time doing things like that you do become more aware of your body not necessarily in a bad way you know the stronger you get the more you see the more you're capable of in the gym, the more confident you are and the better you feel about yourself. Even if you are more aware of your body from working out and from going to the gym, it's not always a bad thing. It doesn't always have negative roots. You know, I see my body very positively now and I attribute that to working out, gaining that mental and physical strength and confidence. I think maybe that idea that like the gym is going to give you body dysmorphia, which, like, in Catherine said, maybe you mean the gym is going to give you negative body image, is because, I mean, the gym does change your body. Working out does change your body, and so it's going to make you, like, more aware mm -hmm. of that. But, like we have always said, if you keep everything in more of a positive mindset and you keep everything rooted in positive totally things... Going to the then gym is not inherently going to give you, you a bad body Then image. it's going to make you feel more positive about your body. Absolutely. Are you insecure with any part of your body? Just like, you know, positive and negative body image, I've had times in my life where I've been super insecure, and of course, everyone has insecurities. But I've grown to not attach emotions or value to them. You know, even though, of course, I have insecurities, they aren't prevalent in my thoughts and they don't take up mental energy. I think I would describe it as, like, I've grown to be so comfortable myself that my insecurities are just neutral now. Like, you still have bad feelings and bad moments, but you don't have pinpointed, like if you were to this say, is my oh, insecurity. If you were to ask me if I have any insecurities, I could probably list some, but the, I don't think about They're them They're not so the prevalent in your life. Right. And, I mean, I've just grown comfortable enough in myself that they have kind of gone away. Yeah. And if they come, they come for moments at a time. Exactly. Just like body image. I think having insecurities with specific parts of my body like doesn't really happen anymore I know when I was younger the go-tos are kind of like legs like in Catherine and I have always been like had more athletic bodies and stronger bodies and so when I was younger like I had stronger legs and I think that became like a little bit of an insecurity because I would compare myself to other girls around me who had no muscle mass had like yeah 11 yeah didn't have as much muscle in their legs or like had thigh gaps you know it's like we thought that like you had to have a thigh gap but as I've grown to, like, understand my body more, 
and taking that mindset shift of like I want to have my best body not somebody else's then it takes away those insecurities because I'm like no I'm it's literally not in my cards to have a thigh gap ever so like why would I be striving for that and why would I make that an insecurity of mine when it's something that's literally not possible for me right that's just setting myself up for failure and so the more that you understand um that like it's about having your best body and that genetics plays such a role in it and that there's not just one standard for this perfect body that you should be striving after that really helps you to get rid of any of those specific insecurities and also finding reasons to love those parts of your body that you might be insecure about because you know just like anything else if you take that negative thought and if you can actively throw it away and replace it with a positive one then you're eventually going to rewire your brain to just always think positively about that thing how long does it take to be fully confident some days i feel so hot and some days i hate my body image being fully confident means even on those lower days you still know who you are you tell yourself you're hot even if maybe you don't feel that way and you accept that some days are going to be different you know as you keep doing this it will get easier and maybe even less frequent that you have those you know bad body image days bad feelings but it's a part of life that things are going to go up and down and that's okay you know how long does it take to be fully confident that never that's such a hard no one it's is never and also confident in every moment of their life right i don't think anyone is a hundred percent confident at any moment of, in every single moment of no their but life. confidence is about even in those moments when you aren't confident you tell yourself you are yeah and you get through it's it. true that's true i think and there that, is no defining moment of like in two weeks time you will be confident yeah it just gradually happens and it becomes who you are and you're gonna grow and evolve into that be patient and you'll get there but know that even when you are quote-unquote fully confident some days you're gonna feel super hot and some days you're gonna hate it and i like what you're still gonna feel that way to a lesser extent and frequency and it's gonna hold less power over you when you do i like what you just said that being confident is not about never having a negative thought about yourself but it's about when those negative thoughts do come it's just for a moment you don't hold any value in them and you're able to move past them and throw them away a lot faster and that takes time because it's literally about rewiring your thoughts and the habits of your brain and literally your perspective like you're changing your perspective in the way you think that doesn't happen overnight so you need to do it one day at a time one step at a time and fake it till you make it because the more you tell yourself something Even if you don't believe it, if you start telling yourself something, your brain is going to get used to you saying that. It's going to get used to thinking that. And then eventually, it's going to just be what you think. So there's a lot of faking it until you make it and just telling yourself things until eventually you believe them and they're true and you'll get there. With all of that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you got something from it and it helped you no matter what you're going through right now. Or that it's just nice to listen to. Yes. I also think this is a great episode that if you know someone in your life or a friend or anyone that you think could benefit from this and send us to like them. hear the same advice, send this to a friend because I think that, you know, like we said, 90% of people have gone through this and I, I don't think that we all talk about it or relate about it as much as we could and i think that mm-hmm. talking about it with other people and saying wait you feel this way sometimes too could be really helpful so you know 
send this episode to a friend or just open up the conversation with a friend, you know, talk about it. And I think that that'll really help you grow and build on that. Mm -hmm. So with that, make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at Caroline Kinneen, adding Catherine Kinneen. Or linked below. And at Girls With Goals Pod on Instagram. And next week is the start of Podmas. I'm so excited. So, you guys have to make sure that you're all caught up on episodes and you're ready to tune in next week because starting next Monday, we have the 13th of December. It's going to be the 12 days of Podmas, like the 12 days of Christmas. And on the 12th day of Christmas, Girls with Goals gave to me something. 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 Because we're doing giveaways for 12 days straight starting next Monday up until Christmas. So you guys do not want to miss it. It's going to be mini episodes with giveaways every one of those 12 days. So get yourself all caught up, ready for next Monday, and we'll see you then. Bye. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.